Hello and welcome to another episode of Conversations Beyond the Pew. And today joining me is Jen and Josh, and we're excited to be back together after a few weeks apart. And today we are talking about managing expectations of relationships. All right, so the moment I say those two words, or three words, managing expectations, relationships, what comes to mind? There's so many. Oh, it's, yeah. it's just, it's, I'm, you try and think of one relationship, then it's just firing because there's so many different expectations from different people. Oh, yeah. 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 I try not to let it overwhelm me, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, like Jen said, when you think of how many different relationships there are, oh, yeah. You yeah. just, you don't want all of that just absorbing your mind and like driving you, like, you know, how can I manage this? You right. Know, that, that kind of stuff. Right. Like it can be overwhelming. <laughs> right. Yes. If Definitely. we just focus on the expectations, whether somebody has them on us or whether or not we've put them on our own relationships, it, it does. It kind of grows. It yes. is kind of crazy. Yes. So maybe we should like narrow this down because it could go all different <laughs> ways. So when we're thinking about maybe our closest relationships. What are some of the expectations that you all have on your close relationships? Um, I can speak on like my kids, we have relationships and they're different. My right. two kids, both girls, but they're different relationships, but they, they know expectations. Like they know what expectations I expect from them, from school, yeah. being out in public, um, you know, speaking to people. So, you know, that one, we, we kind of nailed down right from the beginning when they were younger, you know, yeah. so that one's just kind of, they're kind of in there. It's just going through the motions. Now they know what to do. Right. But, you know, and then I go to, let's say my husband who relationship, I, I have an expectation there of how I want to be treated yeah, and how he wants to be treated. Mm -hmm. And those aren't the same, you know, uh, those aren't yeah. the same. Like I, I know what I can and cannot it's not want to say it sounds weird. It's can and cannot say to him, but I don't want to trigger him with something. Right. Like he, like, you know what his expectations are that need to be met. Yes. It, even though those may not be, you don't, may not care about those for yourself. Yes. And perfect example with that is he's a hockey player. Mm -hmm. I like watching hockey. I won't play it, but I don't want to hear about hockey all day. Oh, right. So expectation, <laughs> I know with him, I can talk hockey all day. Yeah. But he knows that I'm. No. <laughs> right. Okay, careless. Just leave it to yourself and your buddies. But I mean, I, and that's yeah. just the easy part. That's not getting even in depth of, you know, complicated relationships. That's just on the surface. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and for me, you know, it's like, uh, you know, with the closer relationships I have, um, you know, I do think, you know, that in some cases there are expectations that you know, we both kind of already expect from each other, mm -hmm. uh, you know, closer relationships with, you know, my family, my friends, that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, we've, uh, we've actually talked about that too. And he says, well, you know, if we've had like any disagreements or anything, they've been, been very, just very minor yeah, and, and stuff that you can, you know, just make up easily. Mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, I think we, we've kind of discussed that in the fact that, you know, we, we kind of know where we're at in that yeah. regard. Yeah. But. It's kind of like respecting each other's expectations yeah. and yep. each other's needs. Mm -hmm. it, 
it's kind of like, I think one of the important things I see in expectations with close relationships is there's, there's a mutuality to it, mm-hmm. that it's yeah. a, a give and take. It's a recognition of each other's strengths and weaknesses and how to be helpful and how to also receive it, in all kinds of different situations. But that uh, across the board, a mutuality where nobody is using anybody else. Yes. I mean, I feel you cannot have a good relationship without respect. Yeah. Um, giving and receiving. Like, I'm, I'm going to respect you as long as you respect me. Mm-hmm. If you stop respecting me, then I will not respect you. Right. And at that point, um, in my opinion, that's not a relationship. You might think it's a relationship, but it's not. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, relationships are two ways. Right. Well, and maybe it's the difference between, yeah, that's a type of relationship, but it's not necessarily a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, a relationship. And so, like, what is healthy expectations to have on relationships? Healthy expectations. Well, I would say definitely respecting those boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you want to have that respect on both sides. I think that's very important. Um, you know, honoring each other's values, yeah. uh, that kind of thing. And um, because I, I think that would really define a well-balanced uh, relationship in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, being respectful, uh, being there for each other, certainly. Right. In, in any time that you know, one or the other might be experiencing something bad in their life, mm-hmm. um, supporting each other, you know. Yeah. And uh, I think those are pretty core, good core values mm-hmm. for a relationship. Yes, they are. And then finding what the other ones are comfortable with. Like, you yeah. might not necessarily agree with some of it, but you have to respect it. Yeah. So, um, you know, I might not agree with the sport somebody's playing or Right. Even the religion. We'll use a religion. I might not agree with their religion, but... It, it's it, not for you. It's not for me, but that's them. Right. And you had no issue. I'm not going to go to them and start preaching my religion. Right. Because I respect them, and that's mm-hmm. their decision. And it's just, you know, we have to find what they're comfortable with. If, right. You know, you don't want to bring something up to them that they're not comfortable with, because, again, respect. You don't... Yeah. And yeah. you can't have a good relationship with somebody if you don't have respect. Right. Absolutely. Well, and I think especially if you don't know the person as well as maybe like a close friend or family, Mm -hmm. um, I think that's where some of those uh, boundaries come in. Because, uh, you know, if you don't know them, you know, as well as your like close friends or family, then you can kind of think, well, you know, how close should I get to a certain point before realizing, is this okay for me to bring up with somebody that I don't know and and so forth? But um, yeah. Well, they used to always say, "Don't you never talk politics or religion?" Right. There used to be one of the yep. sayings. You don't those right. things you don't talk about because you don't know where somebody stands. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that that kind of saying has led us though to not being able to discuss things. I agree. Mm-hmm. So I agree. it's like we just said, "Okay, we're just not going to talk about it." But then we didn't learn how to have harder conversations mm-hmm. with true. people. True. Where we go, oh, let let me learn something from you. You know, it, that kind of thing. Yeah. We lost that. When I first meet somebody, it's not something I'm going to bombard them with. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I totally understand what you're saying. But, I mean, some of the best conversations I've had are 3 o'clock around a bonfire discussing religion. Yeah. In, in, you know, in politics. It's just, I don't know if it's because a little alcohol was flowing and we were all loose and understanding. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, but to be able to discuss that with people, I think, is a very intimate relationship now. 
to, mm-hmm. to without argument and, and just understanding is nowadays it's unheard of. And yeah. you know, it all depends on the personality because I can tell you that uh, this even happened recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I s- sat down with um, a friend of mine recently and uh, well, we were at a restaurant and we went to uh, order, you know, a drink or two. And so then this one guy overhears us talking. Then he starts talking to us. He's totally open talking about his own life and all this stuff. And I thought, well, we didn't expect, you know, I didn't expect this. Yeah. But, you know, some people can be rather open Mm -hmm. and others can be closed off depending on their personality. But, you know, to me, I thought, I I just, I haven't seen that all too often where a total stranger just (laughs) comes up and he'll start talking to you about his whole life. Yeah. It's See, whole life. I'm a little of both. I'm, yeah. I'm open a lot, right. but I'm also very quiet. I'm, I hold stuff, but I think I'm open because I want people to know that I'm here for them. Like I've yeah. gone through stuff similar if you need yep. to talk because I, that wasn't there for me. Yeah. yeah. So that's what, you know, it's, but yeah, I agree. It's, it's kind of weird when just a stranger comes up and says, you know, in 1940, you know, sometimes you get some really interesting information. Yeah, and so it's kind of interesting, uh, to think about how when you don't have expectations yeah. on someone or something, mm-hmm. how much you can learn or what new experience you kind of gain from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel and if you have a group, let's say friends, acquaintances, mm-hmm. um, you almost know where conversations are going to go. You know yeah. what you can and cannot say. So, you know, you're not going to talk about this, but you're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it kind of can sometimes get, get boring. Yeah. You, know, it's, yeah. you need something to spice it up a little. So that stranger coming in, like, it is weird, but it's sometimes it's like, even after that person leaves, you can kind of say to them, hey, what about that guy? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but did you hear when he said this? So it starts almost mm-hmm. a new conversation yeah. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> have, how have expectations hindered your relationships? Whether it's from experiencing expectations on yourself or expectations that you accidentally or unknowingly or knowingly put on somebody else. I feel sometimes like expectations, um, let's say I'm in the booster world, like my kid's school, it's, you know, a lot of expectations are put on. And if Mm -hmm. you don't come through, then you're not just disappointing yourself, you're disappointing 30, 40, 50, 60 kids. And so you have to be careful. You mm-hmm. have to be careful what you put on yourself and what you put out there. Because if you do close yourself off, yeah. you're not gonna. People aren't gonna see that you need help, and because you won't ask. That's yeah. with me. That's a lot. Like right now with the kids in school, it's you have to know when to open up sometimes. Mm-hmm. And the term "tread carefully" comes to mind here in that case. Yeah. Um, because uh, you know, even if I've been there where you know, an expectation, if I expect some something from somebody else and it's not met, of course, you know, that's not going to probably make you feel good, uh, but it could also affect the other party uh, either right. way. And uh, I really think that that term, tread carefully, applies there. I do feel it with generations, too, because okay, it's, yeah. it's expected, exactly. you know, you're expected to do one thing, say, for the older generation, mm-hmm. but that's not how they do things now. Right. And so now to them, you're doing stuff how your generation looks, but now you're being disrespectful to them. Like the perfect example of just stopping by to say hi. Somebody knocks on my door. I got a ring camera. Before I open the door, I'm going to see who it is. But back in the day, 
come on in, let's play cards, let's have a drink. It's it's right. but you don't you know, it's disrespectful to them that if you don't do that. So it's it's relationship well, is generational too. Yeah, different different expectations, right? Like uh, you could come in with your shoes on or you can come in but take your shoes off. Right. That or never leave the house without a suit on or you know right. <laughs> or or we've talked about the one where if you're below a certain age that when somebody says thank you, you you respond back no problem instead of you're welcome. And understanding that that no problem is meant as a, it, it, I didn't do it out of obligation. I did it because I wanted to do it, but it's seen by another generation as being completely disrespectful because you were obligated to do it and you should have said you're welcome. Yes, that's, we've had that conversation many times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's an interesting, like there's an expectation there, but also understanding that there is no disrespect with saying no problem. Or even how you do things. Like right. it might not be how they did it 50 years ago because, you know, times change, modernization. Right. <laughs> um, and it's easier, better, but they don't see it that way. There has been times where I've actually responded both ways. <laughs> No, but yeah. uh, and the reaction though was always the same. Like you know, it, it was acknowledged, which is so, great. Yeah. yeah, and so I've seen it the opposite. <laughs> I see them like give you attitude, and I'm like, right, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so, what kind of expectations do you think have actually helped your relationships? Oh, that one's a tough one. <laughs> actually, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, I think the expectation to be more open. Mm. Um, okay. because I, I do feel that at least they've told me, and I think I've seen it, that I, I have been able to help people mm -hmm. who have gone through something that 20, 30 years ago was kept quiet. You didn't talk about. Yeah. And so, and I never was like that. I mean, it was, you know, we had miscarriages and back even 20 years ago, you didn't talk about that, but I, I talked about it a lot. I mean, those were my children and right. miscarriages and I helped people through that. They're like, Oh, I didn't know. And I said, that's why I talk about it because I want, I want to be open and help you if you need something. I don't want you yeah. to be six months down the road, depressed and can't get out of bed. I mean, you might still be, but I'm here for you. I want you to know that. So you're I not alone. You're not that. alone. So I want people. I mean, I feel that the, almost the expectation to talk about things that might be uncomfortable mm. has brought me to know to help people. I feel at least that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would definitely have to say the expectation of like being there for other people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I've had, you know, and, and, and some of them have been more private, so I, I'm, I can go into detail, but I, I've been there for people before where, you know, they wanted to talk about certain matters. And um, I just told them, I says, you know, you need someone to talk to, I'm right here. Yeah. And uh, whether it's text, call, in person, whatever, I said, you know, but um, I, I really think that's that's a good value there. Mm -hmm. expectations and I think them knowing that you're not just going to turn around and flap their info yeah. like you know what I mean like yeah. that what I, I think that's really big in relationships too like they know yeah. they can trust you they know that they can talk to you and you're not going to turn around in church next week and be like you know so and so said this and they have this going on that's what I think is a lot to help people yeah yeah I think about the the expectation of that I carry that I'm going to try to um be blunt about things like I'm not going to sugarcoat it yeah I'm, I'm not going to be mean but that expectation so people are like 
Well, I knew I could call you. You just tell me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Expectation of honesty. Right. The yeah. the honesty. Yeah. I'm not going to be mean, but I'm not going to sugarcoat and beat around the bush. I have to admit, I've probably been there a couple times. So it's like, but that, that was probably a while ago. Because in the long run, when you beat around the bush and you sugarcoat things, makes things difficult. More it does. Difficult. It and does. And it's just, and again, 20, 30 years ago, they didn't. They sugarcoated everything, you yeah. know? Right, or just swept it under the rug. Under the rug. We well, can use all kinds of cliches around this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and but look where it got everybody. Yeah, you know, it's it's well, not good. I feel, like I said, I feel to be more blunt. I mean, that would be a good one. Well, <laughs> sometimes people need that, depending on the situation, and you might get a good reaction, you might get a bad reaction, depending right. on what the topic is. Yeah. But, um, well, and yeah. to balance it. So, like, yeah. I have to balance it with compassion. <laughs> And so how do you balance being honest and blunt with still having compassion? And so it's kind of one of those things of not an easy thing to navigate. Expectations, whether on ourselves or on others, are not easy to navigate. But what's important for us yeah. to have? You're not just going to drop the bomb and walk away. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You're, yeah. <laughs> so many phrases. Yeah. You're not just going to say, you know. Da, 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 and walk away. No, you're there to talk about it. You're not just gonna, you know, you're there to help people. So, and me or you being blunt is not trying to be rude. Granted, some people do it to be rude. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's not the kind that I'm to know your about. relationship with the person. Well, and that if I have misstepped, uh, then the expectation upon myself is I will apologize. Yes. Yeah. But because then, I never want to hurt somebody. And then you also have somebody to go to to talk to that. You know, will not spread your business and say, do you think that was too much? Or, right. you know, that's always good, too. So it turns into another relationship. <laughs> right. Yeah. Absolutely. There's so many. My head's still going firing. <laughs> right. Well, in thinking about, you know, just kind of coming back, like, have you ever felt like expectations have actually destroyed a relationship of yours? Whether it was your expectation, somebody else's expectation, but it just it or it, it just stopped. Maybe it didn't destroy, but the relationship ended. I think indirectly, like it wasn't an expectation from that person. Okay, it was a, it was someone expected something from me, which I've always kind of been, and then they were more of a jealous person because of it. So it was okay. an expectation of me always to plan something, let's say, okay. you know, in, in a situation, in a group, and because nobody else stepped up to do it, so I always did it. Well, this other person was upset about it. Okay. And so that hurt that relationship. But yeah. they never came to me mm. and said, hey, I can help. Do you need help? Do you want me to plan something? Yeah. They just took it upon themselves to kind of be like, well, I don't like this relationship anymore. They're too bossy or they do, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I think one expectation from one relationship can ruin can ruin another relationship. Right. Yeah, for me, um, you know, I had, um, I was friends with somebody back when I was younger, and uh, I watched their relationship change uh, to the point that I didn't like. And, uh, you know, and over time, you know, I was friends with this person for a while, but over time, I didn't like where the friendship was going. Yeah. So, uh, and it got to the point where one day, you know, they started not being so great of a person. Mm -hmm. And uh, over time, I just said, okay, I, I can't do this anymore. But 
Uh, since then, I've found a great group of friends, which I've been very good friends with yeah. um, for a long time. And you're talking all the way back to middle school, one of which uh, is even all the way back to elementary school. Oh, wow. And I got to uh, see him and his now wife get married, uh, which I attended. And I was very grateful to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. um, but it was just that one relationship that I had to make a decision. Do I want to stick around or not? Yeah. And over time, I said, no, I, I have to. I have to, to move on. Yeah. I think we've all been there. Like, yeah. You know, it's, it seems like you yeah. grew, but the other one didn't. Right. And outgrew your expectations of where you were in your life, and it was not healthy for you. Right. Yeah. I mean, that really goes to thinking of the evolution of our expectations yeah. in, in relationships that we age with and how those expectations have to change or else the relationship, it, it doesn't go well. Yeah. You know, thinking parent-child relationships, how the expectations, they have to change or disappear. I remember having those conversations before of there are to be no expectations in these ways and I have no expectations in these, like just being blunt, uh, right there, just blunt, just laying it out, and how it made the relationship better. Yeah, going through that right now. <laughs> Go ahead, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, I mean, it's, it's difficult, especially like my daughter who turned 18, but she's still staying home for college. That's, that's rough. Yeah. Because you're so used to steering them, and you just kind of let, let them go and right. bite your tongue. Right, because there's an adult because now. I want to talk to her in five years. I want to be in her life in five years. Right. Because, yeah. you know, if I wasn't, you know, but she knows there's still expectations. You're living at home. You're still a human being. You're still my child. You're not going to go out here and burn up the town. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's difficult. It is. But, yeah, I, you know, I'm still not acting like I'm in my early 20s at the bar. Because right. we grew. Yeah. Right, know, right. Party until 8 a.m. Because <laughs> right. we grew. But some people don't. Yeah. Yeah. But to be able to recognize when there is a change, you as you mentioned, you know, your 20s. I can remember pulling all-nighters studying, and, you know, there becomes a realization that, ooh, I can no longer do that kind of thing. And just, you know, what matters, priorities, values can change, yeah. and how the expectations that we have in relationships probably need to change, and that conversation actually needs to happen yes. instead of just, well, we'll figure it out but the importance of actually talking about it. Well, and expectations of having a sleep schedule. Uh, you know, when it came to a former job that I did, I had an expectation to be in bed probably no later than 10 or 10.30 because I had to be up by 5-ish in yeah. the morning. Right. And now that I'm working from home, I found that I could stay up a little bit later, but... Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to still pull an all-nighter because i got to be up, uh, a little, you know, earlier in the morning, but not as early as I used to. Right. Uh, so yeah. friends calling at midnight used to be an absolute no. Now it's a kind of no. Kind of no. <laughs> Somebody better be dead. No. Right, right. There's going to be something serious. Somebody better be dead. Right. Yeah, if my phone rings in the middle of the night, <laughs> yeah. somebody better be. Because yes, I'm like, what happened? Yep, yep. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> right. But when you were, you know, early twenties, oh, yeah. it was like well, the week of course. I met my husband, he called me at two AM for the first time. Right. Right. 
Or, you know, and uh, there calls, was... He calls me now at 2 a.m., he better be dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I feel about, you know, like you guys, for example. It's like only for emergencies. If yeah. I don't really text or call this lady. Right. Yeah. We have an expectation that we're asleep <laughs> and that that's okay. Because we're right. adults. <laughs> because we're adults, right? <laughs> we're... Uh, what are some of the expectations that you have watched others struggle with? The growing up. I, okay. I, I know um, losing friends. Like yeah. I sat there and, you know, I have a family now. You know, there's an expectation yeah. of me to raise my child, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. be there for my child. You have a family too. You should feel the same way, but you don't. You're still out at four in the morning partying. Yeah. That's been the hardest for me. And, and, the keeping of the relationships of family and kids with somebody who does not have family or at least kids. Yeah. That's the struggle because your expectations change so much. Mm -hmm. And that's been, yeah, that's been the toughest, but you know, I've had to say bye to friends and I, I look back now and I'm thinking, how did I ever even think that was okay to even consider? Yeah. Yeah. And well, and I'd have to echo Jen on that uh, because when I discussed um, that, you know, friend I had years ago. Um, the thing is, after I had said, okay, it's time for me to move on from that, mm -hmm. um, it didn't take me too long to move on from it. Oh, yeah. And uh, because it was almost like a sense like, hey, I, I found myself a new set of friends who I wouldn't trade the world for uh, at this point. And, uh, you know, it's it, it didn't take me long to to say, hey, you know, this is this is this is going to be a good thing. Me moving on from this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, people have a hard time because I was all about my kids. Like I know I lost friends because it was everything is my kids. I'm sorry, you know, I'm gonna get I'm gonna sleep when I can because I'm getting up with the kids in the morning. I'm writing them here, there. They got sports. They got dance. They got band. They, people don't realize that, and and people are like, well, you don't make time for me. Well, because I'm raising my children. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, and but when I, you know. I know you can't come to everything, but like like you, Josh and Kara, you come to some of my bonfires. Mm -hmm. Those are sometimes yeah. the only nights I get. <laughs> right. Well, well and, and, get. and that's part of the that's probably the hardest part, though, right? It's like finding that time between mm -hmm. jobs and mm -hmm. between you know other things going on in our lives, and you know, and I, I've had that discussion with a few of my friends too. Like you know, we got to find time to yeah. to hang out to you know. Do something, and and usually, you know, we're pretty good at uh, planning, you know. But uh, sometimes you almost wish you had a little bit more time. But that, that's part of life. Well, know? and maybe that's one of the places where we need to tread lightly, mm -hmm. where we need to give a lot of grace, is the recognition of the expectations we place on other people's time yeah. and on our own. And that sometimes we have expectations without the realization of everything else going on. And so we have got to be careful with the time, the expectation of other people's time. Yeah, I agree with that because, I mean, I don't, I don't work outside the home, but I have health problems. And there's some days I literally cannot get out of bed. Mm -hmm. I, can't, I just can't. But people don't see that. They, don't, mm -hmm. they, they just see that I don't work. Yeah. You know, and I, and I feel bad. In my head, I'm thinking... I'm thinking of people judging me at this point now because I'm like, they think I'm not doing anything, but I literally mm -hmm. cannot get out of bed. Yeah. And, you know, my body won't let me. So, no, I'm not 
not doing anything right now i'm just trying to live <laughs> yeah you well, know and that's respecting uh, you know other people who you think might not be they have other stuff people everybody has something going on in their life right well, yeah. a neighbor a few doors down from me uh would often she would walk her dog uh, around the block and so on my 15 minute breaks i made a decision i said i gotta get moving because you know myself working from home i'm not gonna sit in my chair all day <laughs> <laughs> and so on on days i'll take walks and so then eventually i got to know her a little bit more and and then i told her i said yeah i'm just not walking around the block just to walk around the block i said i do work from home <laughs> <laughs> and she says oh what a coincidence you know i do too and so i thought and she does the same she says she gets her dog out to, uh, on her breaks and nice. so uh but I thought, uh, yeah, I just don't want to make it look like, hey, I'm just walking around to walk around. <laughs> You're afraid of the judgment, right? It, which actually, right. that's funny that we went there because that was my next question of <laughs> how do you think expectations feed into people being judgmental? Yeah. I mean, I can go back to the older generation, looking at the younger generation, you know. And vice versa. Yeah, vice yeah. versa. It's not just, yeah, you know, you, you, you expect something from them and then, but it's not that way anymore, so they don't give it. So now you're being disrespectful. Yeah. And, and instead of trying to understand try, it, that's our biggest thing. If people would just talk and yeah. just respectfully talk that way, because people can talk, right? <laughs> but respectfully talk and say, "Hey, well, what is that? What what is that you're using? Does it make this easier?" Or, yeah. Well, and and getting to to know more people, I, I you know that'll definitely help. Uh, with some expectations, like I mentioned, you know, with, with my job, it's like uh, mm -hmm. those that don't know me on the block might wonder why this guy walks around the block twice a day for 15 minutes, <laughs> right. thinking, okay, you know, what's this guy doing? But Scoping like, out my house. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> <laughs> Did but, he stop? Did he take a picture? Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, you know, if you want to come up to me and ask me why I do that, you know, feel free. I'll, I'll just respond with a professional answer of I work from home and this is me trying to get exercise in winter but when it comes to summertime and there's more daylight out sure I'll go for longer walks yeah but uh, and eventually I'll probably just invest in a, a good treadmill or right. something you know <laughs> right. or, or just you know go to the gym or something like that but, so uh, any last like thoughts for people about managing expectations of relationships like a piece of wisdom or a piece that you like hold on to for yourself. Try not to judge immediately. Okay. That's, that's big. I mean, it's easy to look at somebody and say, Oh, they're, they're, they're you know? Yeah. Yeah. But to try and understand them better. Don't just look at them and judge them. Yeah. Because you may have passed up your soulmate because you mm. judge them by a first glance. Ooh. Sorry. You know, you. <laughs> nope. No. Hey. Yeah, if you're curious about uh, you know somebody that you might see uh, frequently, anyway, um, I guess don't be afraid to try and engage in conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, even if it's at a restaurant or someone sitting close by on a bench, um, because I've seen that, and uh, I can say that. Occasionally, I've done that with people that I don't know, and they're just sitting there, just yeah. engaging in a conversation. Yeah. And uh, because sometimes, you know, there will be those that will tell you more, and sometimes those that won't, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, just do the best you can with it. 
Yeah, sometimes that's all they need. All someone needs is engagement. You know, you don't know what's going on in their life. They just need someone to say hi. Right. Or a smile. And that you could have saved somebody's life. Yep. And sometimes when you do that, uh, that can really make somebody's day. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think when I'm thinking through for managing expectations of relationships, it's important going forward. And I have to remind myself of this less expectations. Less expectations, just be more open to your point earlier, Jen. Just kind of, okay, I can I can still be blunt, I can still be compassionate, but just fewer expectations on others and even, you know, what it, my expectation, I show up, I'm kind, I need to, yes, be honest, but kind, and then just kind of let it go from there. Yeah, that's such a good one. <laughs> So thank you guys for hanging out with me. And thank you. we do expect to do this uh, regularly. We've had some great topics and great discussions. Yeah, so look for the next one. Uh, may your week be good, and may you figure out ways to manage expectations of your relationships in a healthy way. Have a good one.